Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hey guys, we got together for an additional group chat because, well, it was a really busy week for the Carolina Panthers. So let's jump right into it. This is the group chat. You've been added to the group chat with your friends, Caroline Can, Max Henson, and Will Bryan. Like all good group chats, when something happens, the group chat blows up. And you got to talk about it. So that's why we're here. This week at Bank of America Stadium with the Carolina Panthers has been all but normal. Can we all agree on that? This has not been a normal week for any of us. Yeah. I mean, this is the first time I've experienced uh, a head coaching change. Carolina, I know you've experienced one before, before you got here. But it, man, quite a few days. Um in, 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 so, in so many different ways, really. Emotionally, for the people in this building, from a just work standpoint, yeah. it made for a long night. Um, just a lot on your plate all of a sudden. Uh, and obviously this, this new owner here in Carolina does things a little bit differently. Uh, he sat down with the media, and there was a lot to kind of soak in after that discussion uh, as you start thinking about the future. So just, just a lot, really, to digest. There it. It, it definitely is, as, as Max, as you touched on, for all of us, you know, just it's a little bit different when you do have those personal emotions that you're dealing with as you have to continue working. And I think that's from a, a business side, from a football side, from, you know, uh, all, all the way around of, you know, it, and, and we'll kind of touch on this as we go forward. Caroline's going to touch on this a little bit, but just what we did and what the last 48 hours were in this building is a little bit unique. And a little bit oh, different a, than a, a, a lot bit, unique. a lot bit, yeah. Unique. <laughs> yeah, yeah I would and, say. and 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 so that kind of led to just some, I think, some challenges, but also just some kind of weird emotions as you kind of went through it. Yeah, you mentioned it. Of of Max, you said I've been through this before. I was in Indianapolis when they parted ways, or whatever the terminology is. I always find that yeah. interesting too. There's relieved of duties, yeah. fired, parted ways. That's always a careful consideration by the organization but this one was the Panthers parted ways with Ron Rivera I don't remember what the verbiage was when Pagano was um, let go but that was after the season it was immediately following the very last game of the season they call it Black Monday it was this did not wait until Monday if I remember correctly it was Sunday night when it happened directly after the game there was writing on the wall and I think that was such a different experience because like you've heard Ron Rivera say throughout the last couple of days, and even I heard Stephanie Rivera say it too, this is the business they're in. And and when you go into this, you think that this may happen. So 
Are they overly surprised by this? No. I think the timing is what is surprising everyone. But then when you hear, you know, Tepper's reasoning behind it, you can't help but respect that. But with Pagano, he did not have that abrupt ending. He knew about a month out that this could be happening. And the more that the team was struggling, ended up with a 4-12 and record that season. He knew what was coming. And the last show that we did together, the last interview we did together, all of these things, it was a, yeah. a hug and, you know, thank you, coach. I sat down with Ron Rivera last week, and we had no idea that that was the last interview with me and him as the head coach of the Carolina Panthers. So that is an odd piece of this, of, of why it was abrupt and why it was a surprise to a lot of people. But I think the reaction from fans, the thank you and response that he's gotten from the organization and the players in this almost – grieving is what it felt like from the players of, of we're losing our leader that we've had here for so long, especially that's how it felt with Greg Olson and Luke Keekley and these guys that have been with him their entire time here for this long time that they've been in Carolina. He has been their coach. So it has been unique. I think it's been very cool to see. And this Southern yeah. hospitality that <laughs> everyone talks about is so true. Yeah, And it's more so of, Okay, the football piece is why he was let go, but let's not make that who all he is. Yeah. I mean, nine years is a really long time. Ryan was one of the longest tenured coaches in the NFL. Um, I mean, look, we, we saw Steve Wilkes get one year. You yeah. know, I mean, like, this is, this is unusual to have somebody here this long. And we all know what made Ron so um, beloved here was how personal, personable he was and how he connected with people. He was not a screamer. He was not an intimidating guy. He was a guy who was going to kind of put his arm around you, and he wanted you to be part of the family here. And I think that's why, yes, everybody got very frustrated with how the season went these past two years, but I think that's why everybody really respected Ron was because he treated everybody that way. All of his players vouch for him. He is what the cliche would be, a player's coach. I mean, to a T. That's who Ron was. Um, so yeah, I think he deserved and it was fitting for him to have a send off really. This mm-hmm. was not a slam the door, see you later, I'm out of here. Ron was fired and he stayed in the building to help Perry Fuel yeah. get ready. And that's that's just not that's not common. Ron was fired and I walked down to his office and did an interview with him while they were packing up his stuff in boxes. I'm one, I'll say, extremely proud of the collective effort from our digital department in covering this. I don't think a lot of teams cover it the way that we did, but I would be remiss if I didn't say that Ron is a big part of that. Mm -hmm. Ron allowed a lot of that to happen, and I think it speaks to what his tenure was like here. Not not a lot of head coaches are going to sit down with somebody like me in that situation and do an interview for the team website. That That was uncommon. And then, of course, the next day he has the press conference, which is... When's the last time you've seen that from a guy who's who just got fired and then he does a presser right. in that building to say goodbye? I mean, all of that I think speaks to what Ron's time here was. And I, I think I think it speaks to what Dave understood about this situation as well. Yeah. I, I think, you know, Dave didn't say, No, no, listen, you gotta go. Like gave him that chance. Dave yeah. gave him that chance. And I think one of the things that I saw in kind of monitoring, you know, kind of seeing live comments on all, all the feeds. You know, there were some fans that were like, man, you guys are making him do a press conference. Like, this man gets fired and you're making him do all this stuff. And, you know, as we understood, and like, no, it, this was an opportunity presented to 
you know, to Ron, do you want to, and, you know, Ron gave his heart and he, he made a pitch for kind of, you know, what he wants to do next. Sure. And he kind yeah. of, you know, he used that as an opportunity for himself, which, you know, he deserves to be able to do that a little bit, which I think that, you know, maybe other coaches might deserve that opportunity too in, in these senses that they don't get. But, mm-hmm. you know, Dave, Dave took it upon himself to explain himself. Yeah to explain what was going on and then to give Ron an opportunity to have some closure and this organization to have some closure. Yeah. And I think honestly, everybody sort of felt like it was time. Mm-hmm. It's these things are hard, but I think even in listening to Ron the past few weeks, it kind of sounded like he sort of knew, I mean, maybe he didn't expect it to happen with four games left. Um, but there's like a certain natural life cycle that exists for a coach. Right. I mean, it, it just doesn't last forever. Um, and I think, as Dave said, sometimes you need some fresh blood. I think that could simply be the case here. I think Ron could go somewhere else and have great success again. Yeah. I think sometimes it's just in a specific place, it's time for a change. And after nine really good years, he leaves as the winningest coach in franchise history, took this team so close to the ultimate prize. It was time for a change here. And I think that's that's a healthy, natural part of sports. As tough as it is, as tough as, as it is to watch that happen to a guy – um, with how much he meant to this place and these players, coaches get hired and fired. And that's just that's the, the reality of the business. And we, we are fortunate in that we haven't seen that here in a long time. One of the things that stood out to me in his press conference, he was asked or he, he talked about the conversation he had with Jerry Richardson when he was first hired. And uh, Richardson asked him, do you how long do you want to be here? And he surprised him by saying ah, eight, 10, 11 years. And he said, you know, why? You don't want to be here forever? And, you know, he said, I, I think that's I think that sounds about right. That just seems, you know, if, if you've been here that long, it means you've done some things right. Yeah. But that, that's kind of that's kind of what the NFL life cycle is. And I think, it, you know, and I don't want to put words in his mouth, but I think Ron didn't necessarily want to be here another four or five years. He wanted these years to be able to compete. Super Bowl. Well, he even said that. They said, would you want to stay for the rest of the season? He said, only if I could guarantee we win <laughs> right. all of them. I right. mean, I think that's right. it. I think another piece of this, though, that I, that I, this is a personal opinion for me. This is not something that Ron has come out and said blatantly, but this was an opportunity for him to get his next job. Mm-hmm. So we can say it was a wonderful thing for him to be, you know, for Tepper to give him this opportunity, and it absolutely was. But Ron Rivera is a competitive man, and he instantly flipped the switch to go find his next job, as he should. Mm-hmm. There should be no ill will about that. He's absolutely putting himself out there. Because a lot of times these coaches, you don't hear from them, and the question does become when he's had the, you know, what, 33 years of, of being involved in the NFL of, is he done? You know, yeah, is, this, right. is this it for him? Is, it, is he going to retire? No. And he got to say that. That's one thing you always wonder. And and then, you know, maybe they take a year off and then they come back. I remember that with Pagano. No one, everyone kind of thought that he might retire. And then he did take that year off. His daughter was getting married. He got to spend some time with his family. He was still getting paid in his contract. So he got to take that year off and then he got back into coaching. No, Ron Rivera has made it very clear that in a month, that job cycle begins, yeah. and that's when they start hiring. I wouldn't have been shocked if Ron said, like, I'm going to take some time. You know, I don't know. I, I, but to your point, Caroline, he came he right out it. and said, and he <laughs> yeah. gave himself, like, a really good pitch, I thought. Yeah. Um, he did. So I don't know what's next for Ron. I, I, I do know this, though. 
it's wise in any profession to keep your options open. Absolutely. And I think what Ron just did was kept that option open. Yeah. And if somebody wants to pick up the phone and call Ron and his agent and, and see, he's made it very clear he's open to that. Yep. If Ron wants to be choosy and maybe take some time in Tahoe, he can do that too. I mean, yeah. I, I think, yeah, as you said, Ron set himself up pretty well for the next chapter. And obviously, Dave Tepper and the Panthers are going to try to do the same on their end. Yeah, it has been a, a crazy week, as many of you know, but... What has been also interesting about this week is that for the past two days, we have gotten to know more about Perry Fuel than we ever thought we would know, including his hot yoga schedule. You've got that correct. We know that this man enjoys waking up on game day, and if it's an away game, putting a towel under his door and hotboxing his room <laughs> to do yoga. Okay? That's what he's doing, and he is... He is sweating it out, being all zen. Firing up the YouTube. Just, yep, just zen. The YouTube. Before becoming crazy. So we've learned a lot about Perry Fuel, and I've been in practice watching a little bit just because I knew it was going to be different. There's a different demeanor at the press conference. There's a different demeanor walking around the hallways because Perry Fuel's a different man than Ron Rivera. Both defensive-minded coach. I think that's an important piece that, that keeps this team rolling is not much... Changes as far as, you know, the offense is still intact and they, they have their staff and, yeah, there's some personnel changes that we'll, we'll get into, but they're still rolling in this way that they know. And I remember talking to Scott Turner earlier in the season. I was walking out at, I think it was not close to 9 o'clock on a Monday night, walking out to my car, and he's walking out to his car. And I was like, wow, Monday night, 9 o'clock, that's not when I was expecting you to leave. And he said, we've been doing this together for so long, we have it down. We, we know how to flip that, you know, report over very quickly. And, and he said, we've got some more work to do, but I'm going to go see my kids, you know, before they mm-hmm. go to bed. And so they have this, this going on on the offensive side. They can roll. The defensive side, now it is different, obviously, um, and the team is different. But Perry Fuel just brings a different energy, and it's, it has been a different practice. I'm excited to see Perry Fuel on the sidelines for the Carolina Panthers. He, he has not been down there this season. I will be down there and watching him very closely, see if that zen has worn off. Um, and as he put it, He's become ornery and very cranky. So I'm excited to see this. I think I think it is a new chapter. And like you said, it's it's new blood down there. And that's what yeah. that's what Dave Tepper wants. And he it may not be the blood that sticks around, uh, but this is certainly an opportunity for Perry Fuel to add to his resume as this is his second time being an interim head coach. Yeah, I think he's a logical choice for this, as you just mentioned there. I mean, he's done this before with Buffalo in 2009. Uh, he's been around the league a, a long time, coordinated for a long time has been an interim head coach. So I, I think this was the logical choice. I think people maybe wonder, North Turner is a guy who has head coaching experience, would have also maybe been a candidate for this. But I'm excited to see what Scott can do. Um, he's never called plays before, ever. So this is his first opportunity to do that, and that's a big opportunity for a guy, especially on the offensive side of the ball. Everyone in this league right now wants to see who's innovative, who's doing something new, what new wrinkles is he going to add. Um, and then obviously the personnel is the personnel. He's not going to make wholesale changes, but I'm curious to see how Scott handles the offense. And look with Perry on the defensive side, I think he's been here long enough. Now we kind of know what we're going to, we're going to see from that group. I'm mainly curious to see what the energy is from the team. This has been an emotional week, right? How are these guys going to get themselves up for this game? I mean, it's one thing to say, we've got to win We've got to fight for our opportunities. We're fighting for our job. It's it's now. Can they do it? You know, I think that's what 
you want to see after a team that's gone through something like that is is are they going to look like a team that just lost its leader mm-hmm. or are they going to look like a team that's kind of rallying behind the new guy yeah. and we'll find out there is a lot of pride involved here you know i i think that i i think some of those guys like a, a christian mccaffrey in the locker room you know that one of the things that i thought was somewhat unique about what he said was you know yeah obviously you know we're 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 really heartbroken we're you know we're kind of bummed about this but you know what if i would have gotten a couple more yards if we would have gotten in that end zone there a couple more times you know maybe this hadn't happened you know this is i i feel some personal responsibility yeah, a lot to of guys too, you took know it very personal and, yeah. and you you kind of think like okay like how what's what's that response going to be like it, it is i that's why i'm excited to see it i think practice has been a little bit more up tempo they they switch some things up even in the individual open media part where in defensive drills, they're they're changing drills yeah. mm-hmm. with a quicker pace, and and I think I he mean, had him go uh, ones on ones too. Yeah, I mean it was a competitive period, which was different. So Perry, yeah, he, Perry he's Fuel put a stamp a, on it. He, he is a uh, old school. He said today, what do you say? He's old school, and he will get after him, and he will be fiery mm-hmm. and get in their face, but it's in a loving way. I will yep. scream as Will counted. He said love. he said the word butt four times <laughs> in that in that little uh, spiel he gave. Right, get, you know, gotta gotta kick some butts. <laughs> Kick some butts out there. Yeah, and you, gotta, they, you gotta hug on you them. Gotta hug on them. Love on them when they do it right. I well, like either way, when we're watching these next four weeks of Panthers football, history is changing here. There's a new tide that is turning, a new chapter for this team, a new chapter for potentially a lot of guys uh, on the team now. The coaching staff that is here, we know this league never looks the same year to year, and that is now certainly true here in Carolina. So thank you so much for joining us for Ooh, this. Can I step in oh, real quick? Yeah. I wanted to, before the show's over, I wanted to share one Ron Rivera story. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I think people will enjoy this. So this was during like the 2014 or 15 season before Ron was going into a press conference. And Ron always thought he was really funny. I don't know that he was <laughs> as funny as he thought he was, but he thought he was hilarious. So... He had just come out of the offensive line meeting room, and he was like, I need somebody to do something for me real quick. And, like, I was the only one in the hallway. So he's like, Max, I need you for something. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> so he's like, I need you to go into the O-line meeting room, okay? And Andrew Norwell is going to be sitting in there. I need you to say to him, Norwell, you really think you can pull that shirt off and then walk out? <laughs> and I'm, okay, the offensive line meeting room, the most intimidating of meeting rooms, the gigantic human beings... It's the one that's like they're most protective about too. Like they don't let anybody in oh, there, yeah. especially then that group. Yeah, this is the Ryan Khalil. Yeah, O line meeting room. So I am like already sweating. I'm like, but like the head coach just said. <laughs> so I'm like, what am I gonna do? I have to do this. And I was also kind of like, well, what if this goes great? Then I can like be, yeah. be like a hero. It did not go great. I walk into the O line meeting room and I'm so nervous because like if you everyone could, else, in everyone, there. every O lineman is in there. And, like, as soon as I walk in, of course, everyone looks at me and you can hear a pin drop. Like, so the pressure. <laughs> so I, I try to deliver the line. I look at Norwell, who's, again, the scariest of all of them. And he's wearing this, like, graphic tee that I guess they were, like, getting on him for wearing before. I, was, I missed that part. So I say, I said, Norwell, you really think you can pull that shirt off? And nothing. Just, like, everyone <laughs> is staring at me. And Ron was like watching this from the back, and so then that like I get out of there. I'm just like I got. What can I do? I'm, I'm out. So I get out, and Ron's like, "You didn't deliver it right, man." Stop. And I'm like, and I'm trying to say to myself, I was like, I don't. I just don't think it was funny. So I go back in, <laughs> Stop. and I tell the alignment, I'm like, 
Guys, Ron just told me to say that. And then they started laughing. Oh, so it like okay. kind of saved me. Thank God you went but back. But my, my always, I'll never forget this, obviously. And Ron, the last thing he says to me was like, hey, Max, if you ever get in the O-line room, don't blow it this time. So it's like become a running joke for all these years. <laughs> but I, I contest to this day that it, the line he asked me to deliver was not funny. It was never funny. Ron thinks it was. So he put me in a huge position to fail in front of the most intimidating group in the team, and he never let me hear the end of it after. You know what that was? A missed opportunity. Thank you so much uh, for listening to the group chat. We are out of here. We are excited for this week of Panther football with Perry Fuel leading the team. We'll talk to you guys next week. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.